inspire. Welcome back to the Kidney Stone Diet Podcast, the show about reducing your kidney stone risk and living your best life. I'm your host and fellow student, Jeff Sarris. And I'm Jill Harris, your kidney stone prevention nurse. What you rolling around the apartment? Well, I was rolling around. So, you know, you know, I like thrift stores. Uh So, and well, here, here's what really happened. So this was in the shot. I'm like, what the hell is this, Jill? You got (laughs) a, a photograph on the floor. So this, Jeff, you see it? Uh huh. Yeah. Do you see it? Yeah, I do. So this, this is a famous, so I went to the thrift store. Uh I'm always coming around the thrift store because again, it's like a treasure hunt. You never know what you're going to find. And that makes me so very happy. So I saw this picture. It's black and white. It was $8. And I'm like, that is such a, it's obviously from the fifties because of what they're wearing. I'm like, what is this? This kind of looks familiar. This whole, I I had a very familiar feeling about this photo. I was not born in the 50s, even though I look it on most days. I was born in 1963. But anyway, so I took this home and I Googled who this was. I bought it. And whether it was, I didn't care if it was famous or not. I just love the picture. And so what it was, it's 1951. And it is a picture of two girls and they're at the old town, old town art fair in old town, Chicago. Yeah. So I'm like, and then I Googled the name and it's a very famous, I ain't going to be on roadhouse antique show or whatever that ain't (laughs) happening. But the photographer was Lee Balterman. So I looked him up. I'm like, look at that. He is pretty famous in Chicago. So anyway, That was just on my floor in our shot. And that's the story about what the hell's going on while I'm rolling around, taking that away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I need to note that my cat Alpha is on my lap right now. So just in case things look a little weird out of frame, because I have a kitten right here. <laughs> oh, a little, a little uh, ball of love. That's yeah. what kittens are. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we are going to do another FAQ type episode this week. And the question being, what foods cause flare-ups when you have kidney stones? So, again, you know, I'm not here to make friends. We know that. I'm going to say what I think. It doesn't mean it's right. I'm I'm just saying what I think. So I've had kidney stone patients definitely say to me, when I eat boop, this happens. When I don't drink enough, my kidneys hurt. When I eat too much of this, I feel it in my kidneys. So people say that. I never disagree with that. Now, this the question is, what can flare kidney disease? So not that I did this, but flare usually means, you know, quickly, boop. What's going what's gonna to flare it up? What's going to bring it on? Like if you eat too much tomato sauce, if my mother eats too much tomato sauce, she may have GERD that night. She's not happy. Okay. So that will bring it on. Okay. So I don't think that anything brings on a kidney stone. 
because you have to be doing something over time. People will go out to eat and they'll be like, oh my God, what did I just do to myself? Well, they'll have a sweet potato. Oh my God, what did I just do to myself? Stones don't flare up. You're not going to get one. Just like you don't flare up with weight gain. It may feel like it, but you don't. You don't gain a stone. You don't gain 25 pounds overnight. You don't do these things overnight. So it's a great question. And a lot of people do ask that, but nothing's going to flare up a stone because it's over time, how we eat and drink over time will make a stone. Think months to a year, not a week. Okay. Now, what I began to say at the beginning of the video is this, some people who have current stones, they're just living their life and they know they have stones. They're following the kidney stone diet. They're getting their fluids met. They're living a healthy lifestyle, all foods within moderation, except spinach and almonds. But they have stones. Most of them will leave the earth with the stones and they don't even grow when they follow the kidney stone diet because they're, they're, they're not getting bigger and they don't move. So they can leave the earth with them. It's not a big deal. Of course, those stones can also leave at any time. And then, you know, that happens. But, but many patients have stones and they follow the kidney stone diet. They get their fluids, all that. And they just, they just have them. The good thing about having stones is it keeps you compliant for the long haul because you're like, oh my God, I haven't had a lot of water in the last three days. I got those stones. I don't want them to grow. Let's make sure I get some water today. Some people though will swear to God that if they have a little something, that's going to bring on stone pain because they already have stones. A lot of people will say, if I don't hydrate, my kidneys tell me. Is that true? Is that, is that scientifically true that their kidneys hurt because they didn't drink water or they had a raspberry or, or, or? I don't know. I don't see any science that says that. But I do believe my patients, not everything is written in gold. Not everything has been researched. First of all, it costs a lot of money to research, right? You have to, you have to know the researcher, know if they're a good researcher, all kinds of stuff. But I do believe patients, I don't think people make up pain for the most part. There's always somebody that has some emotional issues that could be making up stories. But in, but in, in my experience, it's rare. So if somebody tells me that they're feeling pain from an existing kidney stone, a lot of doctors will say, that's impossible. You can't feel that. I beg to differ. I've seen, I've heard too many people in 22 years tell me that they absolutely can feel stones um, and they absolutely can feel their kidneys twinge or whatever when they don't drink enough water. So I tend to believe my patients because why would I, I have nothing, why wouldn't I, you know? So, so there's little variances of what the original question is. Is there a food that will flare up kidney stones? No. It is what we do over time that will increase your risk to form new stones or make current stones grow. Does all that make sense, Jeff? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think with the flare up, probably people are wondering, is there, um, like you said, something that will cause like pain because I have kidney stones and like, I feel like, but as you address, like it does, people do have sort of, this is anecdotal, 
evidence, um, but there isn't yes. anything really concrete to uh, to that you can say. You can't give like a list and be like, oh, X, Y, and Z are going to cause uh, discomfort when you have kidney stones. Right. And I've had a lot of patients, you know, so somebody could then throw back at me, ah, well, Jill, what are you going to do? It's all in their head because they know that they have stones and they're not drinking enough water. So they're making up that pain. Listen, most people are not in the business of making pain. That's number up. That's number one. And number two, I am never going to doubt what another person says about what they're feeling in their body just because I may not feel it in mine. So I tend to really listen to my patients and I don't poo-poo anything they say because I'm not in your body. I can't tell that, you know? So I tend to believe people also, even if it was a little bit exaggerated. Now I'll use me as an example so I don't get in trouble. Because of my history with cancer and illness and all the things, Sometimes I get a little bit of something. I'm like, oh, hell no. Oh, my God, I'm going to have to call 911 because you have been sick before. So when you have had a history of being sick, any kind of bit that don't feel good in your body, you may freak out a little bit because you know where that has led to you in the past. So it's very scary. So so it's it's. It's not such a black and white issue. There's many things going on. So sometimes when I have a little something like, you know, I haven't been, I wasn't feeling very well yesterday. I had a fever and I was like, okay, this is it. I did my Hail Mary, Hail Mary full of grace. You just think the worst, especially if you have had illness, whether that's cancer, whether that's kidney stones, no matter what it is, when you don't feel right in your body, Holy Brajol, that's scary. So, so I, I do not ever underestimate what a patient tells me or tells, uh, or do I tell them that what they're feeling is impossible? I absolutely don't say that. But at the same time, I say to myself when I start to go a little overboard because I get so afraid, I'm like, okay, sister, it's a friggin' fever. You need to take some Tylenol and you need to calm down. Oh, okay. And I talk like that. Now it's to, now it really is to myself because Luke ain't here. So now I really am a crazy old lady talking to herself. And so I say to myself, okay, calm down, pay attention. Uh, I'm not getting cancer because I have a fever. You're not getting a kidney stone because you ate one raspberry. You're not getting a flare up. Uh, most likely out of any one food. So, uh, you know, but could you have a little feeling of something uh, because you didn't, uh, you know, you didn't hydrate or something? If a patient tells me that, I believe them. I just do. I mean, I'm not going to argue that with somebody. I don't feel that that I, I don't have enough information since I'm not the one in their body. How could I know? Yeah, absolutely. And again, how much water should someone be? How many fluids uh, should someone be consuming every day? Yeah. So on an average, we want people, and I know people are annoyed when I say, okay, we, we care about the output, not so much the input, but Jill, I want to know how much I need to drink in order to get that output. The reason it's not so clear cut is because we all sweat. We all eat differently. You may eat a really high salt diet. So you're going to need more fluids than me because you're going to pee less. Whereas I eat a really low salt diet. So I drink and it comes right out of me because there's not a lot of salt to hold it in. And I exaggerate, obviously. But, you know, if Jeff and I ate the same amount of 
if if he ate higher salt than I did, he's probably going to pee less than me. So it's it 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 makes a difference. Your diet, how much fruits and vegetables you eat. You may eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. Then you're going to pee more too because there's fluid in your food. So what we want you to do is pee two and a half to three liters. Typically, typically. 90 to 100 ounces produces that much. But you may be a small woman like me. I'm only 5'2", 120 pounds. So, you know, I don't, I may not need 100 ounces because I'm eating high fruit and vegetable diet. So that's why, that's why that is always a little confusing to people. How do you know if you're peeing enough? Because your urine pretty much looks like water coming out of you. That means you're peeing enough. And if it doesn't, drink up. Yeah. Is actually, is there a sort of a, because we can over, tend to overdo things, of course, like when yes. we're like, oh, we need more water. Yeah. Do you ever run into people who you need to yes. sort of pull them back from too much? Yes. I mean, yes, I do. Probably at least once a week, common mm-hmm. enough that at least once a week when I'm looking at their urine collection, I'm like, look, Betty, uh, five liters of urine, you're 4'11". What the hell are you doing? How do you even have a life? So first of all, I, I asked the patient, is this real life or is this you doing a urine collection and you don't want to catch what for from the doctor? And so most of the time they're like, yeah, it was just I didn't want to catch what for the doctor. I don't drink that much. But then there are some people that are so uh, anxious, not a judgment, a fact about getting a new stone that they are drinking so much water. Now their blood sodium is really low and they've got to be careful. So I'll tell patients, you do not need to be peeing this much out. And I will tell them, bring it. You got to decrease your fluids. Three liters, great. Five liters, absolutely not. It's way too much. Now, of course, I never generically give out advice. I'm careful. I am a nurse. I don't want to be liable for anything. If your doctor, which... No doctor will tell somebody this, but I'm just saying it. If your doctor said they want you to pee out five liters, then listen to them. That's never been said, but I'm just, again, being careful because I have a nursing license. So uh, you do not need to be peeing out five liters of fluid. That's much too much. You're, you're, I worry about patients like that for a few reasons. They're not, been, they're not going to be able to do much in their life, okay? They're not going to eat a normal diet because they're so full from drinking and they may be losing all their electrolytes. I mean, it's not, it's not good. So, you know, the more is better. This is why we give precise goals because we know that people usually say, well, she said this, so let's do double. Or she said, go as low as this. So let's go even lower. There's a reason for the goals we're giving. Do not make them up on by yourself. So if we say 1500 milligrams of sodium, don't go down to 300. I just had a patient today that said, well, I'm at 300. Well, what is the goal? Well, I know you say 1500, but I figured why not? Well, that's not enough sodium. You do need some sodium in your diet. Okay. So, and then the other thing is when this patient particularly is lowering their sodium so much, they're not eating enough and they're underweight now. So there's so much to this. And this is why we have so much misinformation about nutrition, why we have the obesity rate we do. There's so much to this. It's not 
as simple as people want to make it. And this is why we give all this free help out. Look, Jeff, we could keep posting that on the kidneystonediet.com website. Here's the goals. Here are the goals. But how are you going to make these goals? And really, how do you flush out each goal to incorporate into your lifestyle. Because guess what? Jeff and I work from home. We're going to have a different lifestyle than people who are going to corporate every day, traveling back and forth, all the kinds of things that that office food all the time, which ain't kale, it's junk, especially this time of year in December. So there's a lot of things that we all have to navigate, some of us more or less than others. So it's it's complicated, people. Getting your nutrition, getting a healthy lifestyle and practicing that for the rest of your life takes a minute to learn. And this is why Jeff and I and our other partner, Dave, give so much stuff out. So you can, if you can't afford to work with me, there's access to me and the things that Jeff and Dave and I do. The yeah. end. Yeah, and to get access directly to Jill, you can head over to kidneystonediet.com and there is the kidney stone prevention course, but that includes the group calls, which that's yeah. that's really the the meat and potatoes of that course. Like the course, you have all the knowledge. We're giving a lot of, like we're going through everything in the podcast here. So you can listen to episode after episode and get so much information. Like the whole point is it gives so much out for free, but the beauty of the, the course itself is everything is, is there and you can access those videos whenever you want, but then you have access to Jill in a group setting where there's other people who are sort of in the same boat with you and you're all, you're together discussing uh, sort of where you're at and Jill can help you along your journey. Jeff, those group calls, and I say this all the time, and for those of you who are in my group calls on the kidney stone prevention course, you know how much you mean to me. We have a ball. We laugh together. We cry together. We root each other on. Think of, it's an accountability group for people because like I said, look, I don't have to do that. I can give away those, you know, four hours worth of videos. You get them for a lifetime. You get to keep refreshing them. I could just give that out and uh, sit back and spin around and go to the thrift store and look for more art. And that's what I could do. But I would not do that. I don't do that because there's me talking about telling you what the kidney stone diet is and how you do it. Well, telling you what it is in the videos, but you come to the accountability calls, come and go as you please. They're like office hours. And that is where you learn how. And that is where you get the motivation to keep on trucking. And that's where you come and say, look, I've been doing so great. Now I gained two more pounds. A lot of people are in those group calls because they're navigating weight loss as well. So those group calls, we, we are a tight knit community. We are family. I I dare I say, I I think they would think that too. We are family and we care about each other's lives. We care about keeping on even through the hard times. How do you do that? Okay. I heard you say this, Jill, but now I got this. How am I going to navigate that? It guys, the reason you've lost weight and gained it a million times is because you're not learning how to make this your lifestyle. I could never in good conscience just give away those videos without coming to an accountability group and teaching you how to do it long-term for the long haul. That's what this has to be about. Every disease should have that. Some televisits the way we're doing it here. Every disease should have it because it's one thing to get a low, a high, or something's out of whack. How are we going to fix it? How? And I'm going to be different than Jeff. Everyone's different. So those accountability calls, 
that is worth everything. Yeah, and we haven't talked about it in a while, but um, like you said, every disease should have this type of service available. This is partially why you created created all of this like to begin with from your yes. experiences. Yes, yes, because again, you can give somebody a pamphlet in a friggin' office, but then I think of things as a patient, as another human being, actually not of a patient. I'm not a nurse dealing with a patient. I'm a human dealing with another human that's coming to me and saying, holy shit, I don't know what to do. How am I supposed to do this? And you sit down and you talk to somebody. And more importantly, you listen to what their life is about. So then you can help them construct a diet that works for their life. You can't tell them to do nothing that ain't going to work for them because then they can't work the diet for the rest of their life. So there has to be some kind of hand holding here. There has to be in order to get it right. It can't be this fixes everything. Again, this is why the kidney stone diet is a set of goals. It does not tell you what you, it doesn't tell you get rid of a whole food group like carbs. That's impossible. Okay. For the two people it works for, God bless continue on. But most people, it doesn't. So what we're saying, here's goals, whether you're a vegetarian, a vegan, a hoozy boozy, whatever the hell you're doing, fit it into these goals. If that's the lifestyle that makes you happy, just fit it in these goals and you got it. Do you know how many vegans come to me and say, well, Jill, I thought I was the healthiest person I've ever met. And then I looked after making a kidney stone, first of all, oxalate who knew but second of all as a vegan i had no, vegetarians too i had no idea of the salt i was eating because a lot of vegetarians eat non-meat foods or you know uh the che- uh, the cheese dairy substitutes they're so highly processed there's so much salt in those foods that they didn't know so until you look at the kidney stone diet, which is the diet for anybody, forget about kidney stones. You want to lose weight. You want to lower your uh, blood pressure. You want to get heart disease in check. All of these things are going to help. Low salt, low sugar. You're going to have to be eating healthier things. Get your portion size right. All of it. So I get very passionate about this because people aren't being done right. Okay. We can't just throw a pamphlet and say, that's it. No, because there's so much more to that. And you don't know what you don't know. Okay. So don't get me started, Jeff. Please don't. <laughs> no, but that was great because it is such a valuable service you have. And just the resource, the site itself is such a valuable resource because you have mm-hmm. everything to check those boxes of the things that people don't know they don't know. So there is a, a free doctor's visit, like sort of a a document so you know the, the right questions to ask your doctor. And then you have the mm-hmm. urine analysis so you go through and help people um, understand the results of their uh, urine collection. So there's so much there. So definitely, if, you, if you're dealing with, with any of the things that we talk about on the show, definitely head over to kidneystonediet.com and check out everything Please. that's there. And if you're uh, enjoying the show, if you're watching on YouTube, we'd love if you subscribe, give us a little thumbs up and leave a comment below because it really, it means Click. a lot. Yeah. And it doesn't subscribe. Yeah, it doesn't cost anything. It just it helps us reach more people. And that helps us uh, achieve our our mission here, which is really just to help as many people as we possibly can reduce their risk for kidney stones. And yeah, if you have a question, we would love to hear from you. The number is 
789-8763 and we will feature the question on a future episode so i think that's about time to wrap up and i hate to wake him up but i feel like i have to show little alpha oh yeah you do here. you have to show him let's see Ready? Come on, Alpha. Sorry, you gotta go up. Look, say hello. Oh, look hello. at him. <laughs> Give him a big fat kiss. <laughs> but yeah, Aww. so that'll do it for this week. And we will see you next time. Bye, guys.